Welcome, everyone, to Second Door on the Left. This is December 31st, which makes it the last episode of 2018. I am joined here with Drew House. How are you doing, brother? Brother, I'm so stoked right now. Hello, listeners. It's been a while for me as well. Hope y'all are doing fine and dandy on the last day of the year. Yeah, happy to be with you, brother. Oh, man, what a year it has been. I don't think I've done one of these podcasts since probably early August. I, I don't know. It's been a while. I'm looking. I'm actually on our on our uh, good old Anchor website right now. Uh, October 10th okay, was so the actually, season two finale. Okay, so I wasn't that far off. No. Still bad. Still bad. I no, mean, man. On. I've I mean, been, you've had so much going on. Why don't you, you should fill the listeners in. They have to be happy to hear your voice. I know they are. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the four people that listen to uh, when I get on the podcast are excited to hear me back. But yes, uh, no, it's been a, it's been a crazy, crazy uh, fall, winter. I don't even think it's winter. I think it's just fall. Um, because it's, still it's rainy five degrees outside it's ridiculous right now uh the fog index is going to be outrageous tomorrow when i try to kill a buck so it's not not going to be good not going to be good at all but uh yeah so november the 25th i know that you gave me a shout out in one of your previous uh podcast episodes of this season but yes we welcomed our brand new baby girl frankie louise which she's in my arms right now, listening with her eyes wide open, trying to figure out what in the world is happening right now. Hey, hey, Frankie. Yep, she's it's your, it's your uncle Drew. It's your uncle Drew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you've had the, you've had the uh, Frankie. Uh, you've become a big hunter. You have dove into the world that is uh, deer hunting. Yes, I have. I, I've really, really enjoyed it. It's there's nothing like it, honestly. I mean, just waking up early in the morning, getting out there, sitting. Uh, I, and you know me, growing up, Drew, I would never walk in the woods by myself. Like, I, I would never go anywhere when it was dark because I was always afraid that Michael Myers or, you know, I never watched any of the Jason movies or anything like that. But I would always just picture, like, somebody was about to jump out and, you know, attack me or something like that. But it's so weird. Like, now I just, you know, I get up at about 4.45 and I – put everything on and I just start walking out there and I sit and I just, you know, sit for about an hour and 15 minutes in pitch black darkness. But the cool thing is, is that that 30 minutes where you just see the sunrise come up and, you know, everything's coming to, you know, everything's starting to move and stir. And then, you know, you see a, you see a, a deer come out. They ain't nothing like it. I mean, it's just like, Oh, here we go. And, you know, this year I've been able to take down three does and, uh, so I've tagged out on my doe and now I'm just kind of waiting for a buck. Had an opportunity at one, um, a couple of weeks ago and split my forehead wide open with not holding the gun properly and had to go get some stitches. So, you know, it is what it is, you know, <laughs> that scar will last a lifetime. I have another scar that matches it above my lips. So it, it works. <laughs> Where you, uh, had the unfortunate, uh, luck of getting bit. By a dog, you know, yeah, being but, down with a dog, and this was years and years ago. Oh yeah, this was this was this was uh probably when I was eighth grade, maybe seventh grade, somewhere in that area, yeah. middle school. 
some somewhere in that ball park vicinity or something like that. But yeah, and not just any dog. It was a wiener dog, a dachshund. That's what makes it even worse. You know, usually you would be like, yeah, I got bit by a Great Dane or a you know Saint Bernard or something like that. No, it was a freaking wiener dog. Don't get don't get in their face. They don't like that. No, but and but and but in all in all real, uh, you know, you do have kind of a weenie of a tattoo. I mean, it is visible if you're looking, but you, you know, you have facial hair going on sometimes, so oh, yeah. you don't even notice it. But I mean, it, it's a, it's kind of a wiener dog of a tattoo, which is kind of good. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, is that I, I'm just Sorry. lazy. I'm lazy when it comes to facial hair, like. Yeah, because I just don't grow it quick enough. So yeah, I usually just let it stay there. I have the the mustache and just support it, you know, as long as I can. This is going to be a, a new one for me. I'm going to change Frankie's diaper as we're doing this uh, episode because this is he, awesome. Yeah, he's obviously not liking being wet. Oh, and she just farted. Maybe we can hear that on the. I think we I think we did hear it. Yeah, this is all. That's that's a new one. Well, man, what about the Saints? Let's talk about that. Let's let's go into the NFL. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, we'll we'll circle back around to what I had uh, in mind. Well, no. Go ahead. You no, no, brother. Go on. No, no, no. I just wanted to um, uh, kind of say that we would be on. This would actually be. Episode 14 of season three. Wow. I haven't even been on since December 16th, the 3000 plays special. You know, we got to 3000 and uh, we were humming. I think we should get, we should be over, we should be over the 600 plays in December. We may be just shy of it. Our best month was at 633 plays back in August. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right now we're at thirty-one eighty-three, so we've actually had one hundred and eighty-three listeners, or about one hundred and forty actually, because uh, I think it was like thirty forty-eight on December sixteenth. So awesome. I looked at it today. Yeah, I, I, man, I've had one thing just before we get into the Saints. I've honestly, listeners, I've had one thing after another as well. Uh, the wife has been home from on uh, school. You know, she's on school break. Uh, she's been home, which has been awesome. Uh, been working and you know running still. And uh, I got into Ozark season two. I finally watched that. Um, and there's a couple other things, but um, honestly, just kind of just kind of com- decompressed a little bit. I mean, we were. I was trying. I was. I was carrying the torch, brother. You know, and uh, just took a little break and un un unplanned oh, break, yeah, but. Uh, we're back and better than ever. I'll tell you that because I brought Josh with me this time, so it was worth the Absolutely. wait. But um, yes, yes, didn't forget about SDOTL at all. Um, it's been nice, you know, having the both the ladies home from on Christmas break and all that good stuff. So, yep. And then I, I, I the last two weeks of the season, I just kind of let speak for themselves, you know, um, of the of the NFL. Right. Absolutely. So yeah. not much, not much to talk about last two. Two two weeks of the season, anyways. Just uh, unless you're an AFC fan, yeah, or, or well, the Steelers game too. The Saints Steelers. I mean, that was one that you know I had to just let for yeah. a minute because <laughs> that one 
that one really could have gone either way, brother. And I think I've mentioned it, but just real quick, I think that's that's just another game that the Saints could have easily yeah, lost. I mean, just just tack one to that column. Best, could have lost. Right. The best remarks that Drew Brees made at the end of that game is like, it's just awesome to see how we we're going to win this week. I mean, every single week for the past, you know, ever since the Cowboys game, it was like, all right, let's see how the Saints are going to pull off this win. And they do, you know, and that's, that's what it's all about, you know. Yeah, we would really like to see, you know, the offense click like they were doing. Um, but you know what? They're in the playoffs. They got the first round by. You know, it's going to be a good – I think it's going to be very fun to watch. I think it's going to be a good run for them. I think they will make it to the Super Bowl. And I, and I have a strong feeling that they will win the Super Bowl. I don't see really anybody giving them, you know, any trouble in the dome. <laughs> If you had to say three teams, okay, all right, all right. Give me, give me three teams, NFC or AFC, that you think will keep the that could keep the top three that could keep the Saints uh, from lifting the the Lombardi Trophy. I mean, yeah, I order. Mean, AFC, um, you know, I, until until he's done, you know, you you got to give it credit where credits due. I mean, Tom Brady and the and New England, sure, you know they they're mm-hmm. they're a huge obstacle, you know, uh, a, a really big one to, to get over. I think in the NFC, honestly, I, I want to say the Eagles, but that was before Foles went down, and like in this last game, their 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 quarterback situation now is really up in the air. But like for some reason. When the Eagles got in, I kind of, I kind of was hesitant to go. Oh man, there could be an opportunity. But then, of course, his ribs are a little bit worse than what they think. So now they're trying to figure out what really is going to happen and if Wentz can actually get back. And you know, he might actually be your starter. They just don't know. But it's going to be a short week for them. You know, wow. there's a lot in the. I mean, in the NFC right now. And then the other one are the Bears. I got I mean, the Bears have came out of nowhere. So I don't really have really – I don't think any AFC team really worries me as much as the NFC. I think it's kind of like – I put the NFC as like the SEC, and for a long period of time, the AFC was just so dominant. You know, in my in my personal opinion, they had a lot more right. offensive power. They had very good defense, and the NFC was just kind of like – all right, who's gonna who's gonna represent us in the Super Bowl because the AFC is gonna win it, you know? Um, <laughs> and I, and I don't think we have to worry about that now. I think, you know, I think Saints. It's it's gonna be the Saints versus the Bears for the NFC Championship game, and I think the Saints are gonna pull it out. I, I do think it's gonna be close. I I have no. I don't think the Cowboys. Or uh, the Eagles are going to give Saints problems if they if they advance, you know, to the next round. I just I don't think that's going to be the issue. I think the Bears are going to be our toughest opponent, you know. For I agree. I th- I think they're the toughest opponent. Um, I would put them in that top three for sure. I would put the Bears. Um, it's it's hard to uh, and then I, I think second I would have to put I honestly think I would have to slide the Chargers right up, uh, above the Chiefs yeah um with 
Chargers, I think the defense kind of worries me with uh, if Melvin Ingram are, is healthy and Joey Bosa, what they're able to do on defense along with their offense. They play – I look at them as playing good complementary football and uh, being problematic. But then I think I would have to give the Chiefs a slight – very slight edge over the Rams because we would play the Rams at home. I think I would put the Chiefs in there uh, as well as that as probably that third team that would would keep the Saints from winning the Super Bowl because Patrick Mahomes, you can mark it down. Um, I hate to say it, but I mean this is Breeze's least best statistical year as far as the flashy numbers. You know he's always put up the flashy numbers, the ones Mahomes are putting is putting up now. Um, but Mahomes has a number one seed team. Um, Breeze has a number one seed team, but he's not even he didn't he didn't get four thousand. I think he had thirty two touchdowns, only the five interceptions. the The completion percentage is just insane, seventy four point four. So, um, Patrick Mahomes is going to keep Drew Breeze from winning another MVP uh, mm-hmm. for sure. I do believe so. Yeah, um, I think the. I think the Bears kind of play that, you know, they have that complimentary game going as well. It'll be interesting to see Anthony Miller's status because uh, the last we saw from him going in the tunnel didn't look good. I haven't heard anything, but they, of course, will host well, I definitely the want to go back to KC. And, I, and, yes, it's been an amazing ride for them. But if you look at Patrick Mahomes and you look at the big games that he's played in, he's lost every single one. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's not – He's not producing on the on the big stage. You know, he lost the Monday night game. He's also lost Sunday night games. And the game that, you know, everybody was like, oh, man, this is going to be it. The Chiefs' defense is what hurts Patrick Mahomes. I mean, right. if, if yeah. they have – and, and we've learned this as New Orleans Saints fans is that, you know, you can have a great offense, but if your defense can't stop anybody, you're not going to win the game, you know. I mean, and the thing is, is that the Chiefs in the next couple of years, they got their quarterback. You know, they absolutely. And and another thing is, look at the blow that they had also with another video circulating with their running back. You know, they lost a massive piece of their offense. That's big. With Hunt. That is big. Yes. I mean, I don't see, I don't see them being able to kind of put those pieces together to make a run in the 2018. I honestly don't see them winning their their divisional game in the playoffs. Which they would play um, – they would either play the, the right. Colts. If the Colts uh, win their game, they go straight yep. to Arrowhead. Uh, I don't know, man. There's a lot to that Arrowhead uh, crowd. Uh, it's something I serious. know, but the last game was – and uh, the one that I watched – they should have won the game, and they yeah. lost the game. And it was just like, how in the world did they lose this game? But yet they did. And, and the defense for, like, if Indianapolis, and I know that they were playing in Nashville, and I know the rain was yucky and all that stuff uh, yesterday night. But if Indianapolis plays the way that they do, they'll beat, the, they'll beat KC. Now Indianapolis still has to play, you know, Saturday or Sunday. So, I mean – Play um, the three seed, which is the yeah. They go to, they go to Houston, play a divisional yeah. opponent. Yeah, which I mean, they might not get out of that one. I mean, honestly, the Texans are kind of one of those teams. I think as well with their defense, what they present, 
And also, they have playmaking abilities. I mean, just – I mean, Deshaun Watson to DeAndre yeah. Hopkins Good. in itself is, is problematic for some defenses. Um, it's it's going to be interesting. Yeah, you're right. They, they lost uh, – they dropped uh, games week 15 and week 16 at home against the Chargers, which was a classic game. Uh, they lost 29 to 28, and then they lost at Seattle 38 to 31. So nothing, nothing really to, you know, hang your head about those two yeah. losses. But I mean, those, both of those losses Still. are to teams that have made the playoffs. So it goes back to the sure. statement of can they win the big games? And we'll see. The Monday night game, the Monday night game at Los Angeles. Yeah. Right. And, and I mean, right. the, and, and that's what I – and I'm not trying to knock them or anything like that because, you know, they they should win these games. They should do it. But they have had some really big losses in in with player personnel, off-field conduct, and, and, and Mahomes just is still a rookie quarterback. That's done phenomenal work, you know. Um, and we'll just see. He gets to stay home. He gets we'll to stay. That, don't the Chiefs. Well, how do you feel about the Rams? How do you feel about them? Because who'd you say? You said you said yeah. Patriots, which I I said a, Patriots, Eagle. I, well, I didn't even give you. I only gave you the Patriots and the Bears. That's the only two teams that I'm. And okay, not, and, and I, I got and you. I, and I forgot about Seattle. I was I was in Texas when the last time that the Saints went to Seattle to play them in the playoffs. And I still remember that game. It was nasty. This, the great thing that I don't have to worry about this year is, is that, you know, this scenario, we're not going to Seattle. We're staying in the Superdome. <laughs> so, uh, yes. but I, 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 I mean, Seattle's another team that could possibly be trouble for the Saints, you know? I mean, yeah. you know, those are, those are only my three teams that I'm really concerned about. I honestly, and that such a toss up because so many people were, it was all the way to the last week of the NFL season to decide who was even playing in the AFC playoffs. <laughs> I mean, okay. uh, you know, so any of those. There was teams, a lot of positioning going on in the, the, for the sixth spot. Yeah. Um, Never seen a situation where the Steelers, you know, after the Ravens won, they had to have the Colts Titans tie. Yeah. tie. But I mean, that the Steelers just once again issues with bringing people back on the team and the whole uh, Le'Veon Bell situation. And I mean, they have a situation with Antonio well, now, Brown too. I was now, just reading. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, see I that? that that actually played a huge effect into what actually happened, you know, in the very last mm-hmm. game that they played as well. Um, an altercation with another teammate, um, you know, didn't even show up for practice, didn't show up for meetings. I mean, I, so. Left the field so, early, left the, left the, uh, the yeah, game so early. How, I mean, how much do you blame that on Mike Tomlin? Or, I mean, I don't know, man. There's. There's some obvious issues in in Pittsburgh that, you know, finally just kind of arose when, you know, and I like him. I like the coach there. I like him a lot. I think he's a great coach. Yeah, I, I like Tom um, too. Yeah. 
you know, I, there was games that they should have won, and they didn't, you know. You can just go straight to week one. I think we've talked about this uh, before. I mean, you just week one, and you're in against the Browns, mm-hmm. and neither wanted to win yeah. that game. And, I mean, it was so, crazy. Crazy. Hey, know, all I care about can- is that the Packers sucked this year. Like I said, when we were doing our NFL picks, Aaron Rodgers, I hope he lost every single game, and he almost did for me. So I'm very thankful for Aaron Rodgers just having a crappy year. Go to your State Farm commercials. Yeah, the last time we we did one, we did our picks. Back in week three, Josh called that uh, Aaron Rodgers. Did you say he would have just a terrible year? Called it all right. I mean, I didn't. I didn't see that unraveling in um, in Green Bay like that. I mean, I had a feeling the Vikings would still be there, division wise. I had. I knew the Bears would Man, be I didn't better. Know that they were going to be that good, though. I didn't know it was going to be. Well, yeah, right. But I didn't know the Packers were going to be just this terrible bad. this year. I mean, and I. I mean, I know Mike McCarthy lost his job over it. I, and, and I mean, he's yeah. had a long. He he was there for a while, and he came in the same year as Peyton. Oh six. You've got to produce, man. Got to produce. Well, speak, speaking of not producing, how about sixteen years of Marvin Lewis just down the drain? No playoff wins. He's yeah, out of I, there. He's one of the, the many coaches. Yeah, that's I read out that there. stat. He went zero for six or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, he didn't have many appearances, but still, he had he had several. Yeah, you know, that's not, you're, you're not gonna stay. You're not gonna stay. Uh, he stayed for a long time, though. I want to say it was. I think it was like sixteen years. Just something, just crazy. Yeah, and not one playoff win to show for it. So yeah, I'd say it's it's time to get somebody else in there. Yeah. Well. It's I just, mean, you and, know. and the next question is, okay, so does Mark Rivera with our hated rivals, the Carolina Panthers, does he get to keep his job? Ron, Ron Rivera. Rivera. It looks like he is keeping yeah. his job. I think he is. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. He would be picked up quickly if not. I think there was six head coaching uh, vacancies now in the NFL. Uh, the last I looked okay. at uh, first take when I was watching it this morning, uh, I think there were six. But mm-hmm. I'm sure there's going to be more as as we continue uh, going probably. on. But like, yeah. So I mean, he he had a. Rough, I mean, a lot of people in the NFC South. Like this was not a good year for the NFC South at all. Oh, it was a great year for the Saints, but no, uh, the division ended being. Terrible. Last year, the division was red hot. Three teams in red the playoffs. Hot. And then flip the yeah. script. Horrible. Yep. I mean, I, I mean. The, I mean, everyone but the Saints in, improve. I don't know. Everyone uh, everyone else besides the Saints improves. I, I'm pretty sure Tampa Bay might have taken another step back, too. I don't know for sure. But, I mean, Atlanta and Carolina – yeah, I mean Dan Quinn. I mean that was a big step back for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, just but they they were ravaged with injuries on, on the defensive side of the ball. I mean they had three starters out for the season. Are you talking early. about in Tampa? 
Atlanta. I'm sorry. Yeah, Atlanta. No, you're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they fired. I thought um, that they fired all three of their uh, assistant coaches today. Atlanta did. Yeah, I don't know. You mean coordinator? Coordinator positions. Coordinator Josh? Yes. They did fire all uh, – was it Sarkeesian? Yeah. Sarkeesian. Well, I just read. I just yeah. read that. But like in Tampa, what do you do? Do you keep Jameis Winston or do you release him? Like what? Because his contract year is 2019, so he's he's gonna be a free agent at the end of this coming up year. But do you are do you go ahead and make a move or do you just say? All right. Yeah, I mean, they they. I guess I'm I'm, I'm guessing that they're getting the option. Uh, it's a it's fifth year option time. So I don't even know. They don't even have to pick up that fifth year option. I would let him go. I mean, I think that's how his, uh, that's how it's working, but I'm not positive. But, yeah. you know, I, like to th- I, I just don't know. I see, I see signs. I see really good signs from him. But let's just say I'm not, I'm glad I'm not a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan right now. Although the day is coming as a Saints fan, we both know where quarterback position will have to be addressed. But thankfully, that that time is not now. Um, but it, it's a it's a crazy situation. I don't know. I mean, Fitzpatrick is is not the guy, I guess, because right. he did lose his job again. But I mean, you, they did the alternating thing. I think you have to ride with him or. Uh, it's good for the Saints, the, the situation the Bucks are in. Sorry, Bucks yeah. fans. Yeah, but absolutely. Uh, yeah. I think Atlanta will come back with a vengeance next year. I could be wrong, but I think Atlanta will come back. Uh, they'll have all their offensive weapons back, I'm sure. Uh, Ridley still in his rookie deal. Julio Jones, Sanu, Matt Ryan. Those defensive players back that you lose, they're going to they're gonna look to bring some some pain for people. Yeah, you know, how do you feel about Cam? How how sold are you on Cam? I mean, obviously he's their franchise quarterback, but how do you feel? How secure do you feel with him on a scale of one to ten? Would you be as a Panthers fan right now? You know, just how how safe does he make you feel? Oh, he makes. I mean, he's a freak of a. I mean, I've I've never been a Cam Newton fan. I would have been a Cam Newton fan if he went to Mississippi State. I think he would be. I don't think. I mean, Dak Prescott. Just think. Dak Prescott backing up Cam Newton and then Cam going and then Dak stepping. I mean, just just think for a second how crazy that would have been where you had Cam, Dak, and then um, Fitzgerald all within, you know, those years. That, that's, that would be unbelievable. But Cam, not a big fan of him, but as a quarterback, that dude's amazing. Like, if he could just – I think you go to the head coach and you go to the office coordinator. If he could just get somebody there that would actually know what to do with him, he would he would be very, very hard to beat. Like, you just look at it. Like, head coaches like Sean Payton and the guy out in L.A., what's his name? McVay. Yeah. Uh, They're yeah. just wizards at play calling. Doug right. Peterson, um, Matt Nagy. You know, these up and come Nagy in yeah, Chicago. I mean, that's why I just these guys just have a different philosophy of how to run an offense. Just think, okay, Drew Brees. Right. North yeah. Turner is 
OC in Carolina. Probably old school, a little Absolutely. too old. School. I mean, if if you get a young, up and coming coach and give him a shot, there's no telling what Cam could do. You know, because he's a towering figure. He's fast. He's a great scrambler. But yet, it just seems like they also just can't put people around him that make him. They got a great running back. I love that kid out of Stanford. He's he's one of my favorite running backs uh, to watch. Right. I, mean, I love that dude. I mean, he and he's mm. he'll run you over. He 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 is a great running back. Love his love his mentality and stuff. They just have to have some offensive weapons, and Carolina would be a very 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 good team. There's no reason why they should have been. They shouldn't have made the playoffs multiple years in a row, but they didn't, you know, I mean, and, and I think you look at the head coaching, like, and I know that they had a lot of ownership issues in the off season, which is once again, it's 2018 and that stuff's just not going to fly anymore. Uh, that stuff got swept under the rug last year due to the national anthem protest and all the other stuff. But man, the stuff that was happening in Carolina, man, it was really bad. And I think there was a lot of distractions and a lot of general manager things that should have happened last year that didn't because of all the stuff that was happening that I think this year as 2018 and 2019 approach, man, you've got to make those decisions and you've got to let the dude go. Like, I don't think you should keep him. I, I think you should let your coach go and hire an up and coming coach. And, and I'm going to say it like the guy at Oklahoma, whoever that young coach is, that coach is Oklahoma. Man, I would hire that dude in a heartbeat. I think he, I think he has promise as an NFL coach. And I can't hear. Yeah, that'd be taking a huge risk. I, I don't think Rivera is going to lose his job. I think he's safe for one yeah, more you're year. You're going to have the exact same. See, I'm telling you, you're going to have the exact same issue, though. Well, you, you can keep the coach. I mean, you know, a coach can change offensive coordinators. Man. You know, you get that. You get Turner out of there. Because Rivera is more of a – I want to say he's more of a defensive-minded coach oh. anyway. So, you get a up-and-coming OC, you know, future head coach one day, then, you know, maybe we can we can see what's up. I think I think Carolina – and they're smart to do it, but at, at some point you have to use that towering figure that is Cam Newton, and he's got to use his legs. His legs have to be more a part of, of his game than is being allowed. I mean, he sits there just – it looks like to me he's just sitting there in the pocket on his back heels when he's throwing this, these balls around. They, they're they high. Um, sometimes he follows through, but I don't see a lot of just – I see some mechanical stuff with Cam. And also, I think you just got to let him go. You got to let Cam do his thing. I know he's got a hefty price tag and you don't want him hurt. All this, all this guaranteed money, I, I get it, but – you know, if only they could use him like Auburn used him. Yeah. You understand you know what I'm saying? But then it would only take one shot in the NFL, and, and he's he's down. I mean, heck, I think they tried to keep him from running as much this year, and he still got hurt. Well, I think a lot of that had to do with him having to stay in the pocket, though. I mean, like, there's just a lot of issues that I think Carolina had, and a lot of that stuff got exposed this year, you know, and that's why I just think that, man, I mean, how much longer do you give these coaches, you know, and obviously they're going to give them another year, but, you know, I think it's time for a new. Yeah, I think, 
I mean, there were some coaches that only stayed around a year. I mean, I think a uh, guy out in Arizona, I mean, sometimes you, you just know. But um, I think if you're going to hire somebody, and unless you just have an incident that really screams fire this guy, uh, you, you give them a chance to implement their their system, you know. But Rivera yeah, has been say, there several he's been there. You know, He's been there. And, but he's had success, too. I mean, they were in the Super Bowl just a few years ago. I mean, Campbell was the MVP of the league. Um, but injuries are going to happen, and I think that's been a part of it, too. I think that's because even if the guy's out there playing, doesn't mean he's playing well, healthy. It was a, I think he played hurt a lot right. this year. It was, it was apparent he, that he was not healthy for a couple. And it got to the Saints game where they really realized, okay, this is not the same Cam Newton. I mean, they, they knew he was hurt, and he looked hurt, you know. It would have taken just a little bit more Cam, because I think we could have had like a – that was probably like a 50 or 60% healthy Cam yeah, out there. Maybe. I could be lowballing it, but you give that guy five more percent and the Saints lose that game, just another game that oh, they, yeah. they could have easily yeah. lost. You had, a, you had a horrible performance from a hurt right. Cam Newton. You know, and they pull. They bar- They were barely able to pull it out right. even then. Um, but all I know is, brother, they they they're there, and it's going to be a heck of a. Um, I'm just happy to be in in playoffs. Um, one thing I you know, it, it Reese has been there for. This is his thirteenth season now, I believe twelfth or thirteenth. Um, Seemed like it was going to last for you know we were going to be have a few of more of these Super Bowls or a couple more anyways back in 2009 2010 when they won the Super Bowl but here we are eight years later nine years later and we're just you know, I have to think they get it this year right you, yeah <laughs> you think that's what it is it's, I mean <laughs> but you can never tell in football I mean that's what I. That's what I've learned, especially in the NFL. I mean, you know, and I was reading uh, – there's a show that I love as well. It's Adam Ruins Everything. I don't know if you ever watched that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie uh, stumbled upon that, and we watched it. And, that, yeah, that's really, really interesting And, stuff. you know, he did one on sports, and he did one on the NFL, you know, the playoffs. And, you know, he talks about, you know, all these seeds and stuff like that. And, it, and honestly – yeah, it's great to have home field advantage, but seriously, mm-hmm. it's still a 50 percent chance of winning the game. Like, <laughs> like it's one, uh, it's one game. Know. You know, they could come in. You know, whoever wins their their wild card game can come into the Superdome and get a win. They could. I mean, they could. The elements, yeah, the elements and all that stuff are out. 50, 50. I don't know. I don't. Say and I agree he also with that. said that you know you don't really you don't really root for your your team. You actually just root for the logo because it changes every single year. And I'm like, not really. No, <laughs> we have the same quarterback. I, I know exactly. No, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I, I remember that episode, yeah. but it was good. Well, here's my here's my question uh, to Adam. Um, you're telling me Drew Brees is able to operate at the same level on offense on the road 
with a hot in a hostile environment as he is in the Superdome, where there's not a you could hear a church mouse in that place when he's operating on offense. I mean, you're telling me we're going to get the same performance? He's demonstrated that this year quite a bit. That that's not the case. You know, I, so I, I get what he's saying, but home. I think home field advantage is, is very big. It's not everything, mind you, but that that's big. Oh, yeah. Hey, I got a quick question for you. You know, shift gears. You wanna um, you wanna make a road trip to Tampa Bay? They have tickets as low as sixty eight dollars to see our Bulldogs play the Hawkeyes of Iowa. Yeah, I see that. That's tomorrow, right? At like one. Yes, sir. Eleven. Uh, 11, yeah. 11. No, I don't. I mean, if we, if you know, if I just, if I made just a little bit more money, I, I would do it. <laughs> Same here. I mean, <laughs> Ain't that the truth. Yeah, we would definitely be there. Yeah, I'm just. I'm, well, I'm, that would. I'm watching. Happen. That's gonna have to be a fun environment right there. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, they did. Texas A&M actually crush NC State right now, fifty-two to thirteen. It was also cool. I, I I can't stand to say it, but it was also cool to see Dan Dan Mullen absolutely thrash Michigan. I loved seeing that as well. You know what? And that's another thing. I came out the gate. I was I was doing my picks. I had every intention of doing all the the bowl games. And um, man, besides the college football playoffs, which was kind of was pretty much no, a joke. Those two, picks, they were jokes. Um, I've really been in, involved with other so many other things. I haven't even been able to keep up. But I do see here, Florida, Michigan. I had no idea. Isn't well, crazy? UCF, like there was a huge debate for a while because UCF was like, hey, why in the world did y'all – because it should have been Florida versus UCF. And it looks like Florida's uh, athletic director contacted whoever, college football, and said, we're not going to play UCF. You need to put us in another bowl. <laughs> and the oh, – wow. Yeah, the AD it. director emailed that athletic athletic director at Florida saying, hey, why in the world are y'all trying to do all this? It's a great article. You should read it. And now they're saying that they're going to start doing it in 2021 or something like that, where UCF versus Florida will happen. But he, the Florida guy said, the Florida AD said, well, we don't play teams outside of the top five, you know, like just pretty much diss UCF saying that they just weren't a good enough opponent for them to be able to make the BC the playoffs. <laughs> it was awesome. Well, that's weird. Uh, yeah. Um, they played number seven, Michigan, and UCF is number eight. They play – they will be playing – they kick off an hour after state. On ESPN, UCF and LSU, right. which we'll see how good mm-hmm. UCF is because that LSU team dominant. Coach O is legit. I mean, yeah. take away the Texas A&M game, dude. LSU should have never lost that game. They had the game won. The officiating was absolutely horrendous in that game, which gave Texas A&M the win. LSU. Should only have two losses this year, but 
They don't. It's okay. They will absolutely. Yeah, it's it's okay. Shoes have plenty of success. It's I'm I'm I can see, but absolutely see no way. <laughs> it's gonna be a great I, game. What do you think? What do you think about that game? UCF LSU. Who uh, do you like? Well, if UCF it's in yeah, if their quarterback was still healthy, uh, I would I would be like, oh, this game is going to be really interesting. Well, it's not going to be interesting because he's not healthy. He's injured. He's not playing. Yeah, yeah. quarterback no. isn't playing. He got he got oh, hurt, wow. uh, the last game of the season, and their backup did very well against Memphis, but they also played Memphis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they played and, Memphis in the uh, Memphis was up thirty five right. to nothing yes. or something like that, yes. and they came Jeez. all the way back and beat them by like two touchdowns. Which Memphis had one of the worst years ever. Uh, they lost. They were up in their bowl game and then got beat again. Uh, it's just it's ridiculous to see what was it three or three or four games they oh, were yes. up big. Second half and just yeah. squandered. It all started with Navy. Uh, they lost against Navy, um, you know, with a last yeah. second touchdown. And then they were up against UCF and the UCF quarterback that was, you know, Heisman candidate, blah, blah, blah. You know, ran it in last second to beat Memphis. And then it's just Memphis had one of the worst years ever. And well, not ever because they used to be horrible, but I'm talking about like, they were legit, and then they just no. There's yeah, no won. way. There's no way LSU is losing that game. I mean, it's not. I, I think it's going to be a. It's not going to be Auburn. I can promise you that. UCF's going to come in pretty hot. There's no way if Memphis can put up. If they have a backup quarterback, there's no way. There's no way LSU. It's going to be interesting. I was, I was going to say it was going to be interesting with their starting quarterback in. And see what they can do against this LSU defense, which is a legitimate defense. Uh, I was I was still going to give the nod to LSU, but with the news that you gave me, uh, no, yeah, he's definitely. Not and if he is, then you can fact check me tomorrow when the game's over and it's fifty-five to fourteen yeah. LSU. I mean, I don't, you know, don't care if LSU loses that game. Coach Orgeron needs to be fired and needs to come back to the state to be the offense coordinator or the offensive line coach or whatever he was. Line coach. I mean, we don't need Coach O. We don't need that's that's too much. We got just enough. We got just the right amount in the building already. <laughs> LSU will win handily. What about our Bulldogs? I mean, you want to talk about defense, brother? Our defense was phenomenal. Our defense was phenomenal this year. Yeah. Record lows and touchdowns. I mean, just they played out of their minds. And if you give, if they don't have a few brain farts on offense, you know, getting the system worked in and everything. I mean, this would have been a, an awesome year. I did pick us to go uh, number one. If our offense was play up to par with our defense, we'd be in. We'd be in the college football mm-hmm. playoffs. But no, just it sounds. See, I sound. I don't know. I don't want to get into you being an Ole Miss mm. fan, but I'm kind of feeling, kind of getting that vibe from you right now. So let's just move on. What do you think Kentucky is going to do against Penn State? Mm. Yeah. 
thinking these hard games, and long. These games, I just don't care. <laughs> well, it's really it's just this handful yeah. left. I mean, I've I did the first couple yeah. handful. No, There's State, really only- Mississippi State's going to have no State will have no problem with Ohio or whoever they're playing. I, <laughs> There's, right. If they have problems, fire the whole coaching staff. Um, they should easily win that game. Uh, and then the Penn State Kentucky. Yeah, I don't see I don't mm-hmm. see Kentucky beating Penn Penn State at all. I see Penn State winning that game. Orlando, that's going to be Orlando, yeah. Florida, the Citrus Bowl. Well, good for Kentucky. I've said it, but um, yes. Washington, Washington and uh, Thank Urban you, Meyer, Washington. Please, last, last please kill them. Oh my gosh, please. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to. I mean, How it in might. The world but is Urban Meyer still a coach. He's about to not be. He's retiring. That dude I think for good got this time. away with something that would have never, ever happened. It's unbelievable. It, the only reason why he got away with what he did is was because he's sick mm-hmm. or whatever it is. But Joe right, Paterno. Well, let, the listeners, let the listeners know what exactly he did. The cover-up with his assistant coach. Man, you can't do that crap. What he, he was messing around with her? I really don't know. I know he spent. I know he served three game a, a three game suspension to right. start the year. The, the thing was, is that the assistant coach was <sighs> sexual harassment charges. Just, just horrible underneath his regime. He knew about it. Uh, ab- no, he was abusing his wife. That's what it was. He was abusing his wife. The wife of the assistant coach would text Urban Meyer's wife and like say, hey, what do I need to do, blah, blah, blah. And they covered it up. And then it finally came to life with the Me Too movement. And like they were like, uh, Urban Meyer didn't do anything. Well, neither did Joe Paterno or whatever the dude's name was at Penn State. Neither did he, but yet he gets banned from college football statues taken down and literally causes the dude so much stress that he dies in his home. Like, no, I mean, all that didn't help. That's for sure. I mean, so you're telling me, you're telling me that is man. No, I don't care anything about him. Is he coaching this game? Meyer is. What are you talking about? It's his last game. I mean, he's announced his retirement. I don't care what he did. He's like Aaron Rodgers. He sucks. I hate him. He's not coming. This is his last game. So tune in four o'clock. Yeah, ESPN. He retired again. He, he's, he's, he's like Brett Favre. He can say he's retiring, but he he'll, he'll come back just like he did this time. He retired from Florida. The dude should never be allowed, and he should not make the college. He shouldn't be in any type of Hall of Fame or anything. I'm I'm a. Do you think? He'll come at the uh, at the analyst booth. Do you think he'll have a job somewhere uh, doing color? Well, I mean, Ray Lewis has one, so why not let him? Sounds good. <laughs> I love NFL. I love inside the NFL. I, I, I do love that you, show. When it where is that on? It's on Showtime. It's been a, it's been on I, Showtime yeah, for a while. I don't have, I don't have Showtime. 
How about uh, Texas and Georgia? What what kind of matchup you looking there? From Mercedes Benz Superdome. If Georgia loses that game, fire the whole coaching staff. <laughs> I like Texas. I really. I've watched. I watched Texas all year. I I watched that somewhere. I love. Win or you go home. That's that's your motto. Just just don't even show up if you're going to lose against Texas. But I did watch. I watched, don't even. I watched up. multiple Texas games this year. The best one was okay. when they got beat by West Virginia. I laughed so hard because they went for two. It was a beautiful. It was beautiful. But Texas is going to be. They are the real deal. They found a phenomenal coach. Uh, it's just too early. They're not going to win that game. I don't think – I think Georgia is uh, – unless they just have a meltdown from uh, – you know, in hindsight, you, I mean, going back to the, the college football playoff games, Josh, I mean, ridiculous. I mean, hindsight is always, but Notre Dame should have never been in. Um, Oklahoma, no. I, Georgia and and – Who's other? I mean, yeah. who else? No, Ohio I can State? totally understand why Oklahoma was in. Notre Dame should have never even okay. had an opportunity. Who do they play? That's always my big question. They do not want to go into a conference because they know if they're in a conference, then they would have to play a conference championship game as well. Like, nobody right. should ever make it into the playoffs unless they have to play in a championship game. It's ridiculous. Notre Dame shouldn't have to do that. They shouldn't have never been able to even be even considered to be in the college playoff. And I don't. And I think the I think the committee now sees that. And going forward, because we're still locked into the stupid contract for another, I think it's three years. I think it's twenty twenty or twenty twenty one of of the yeah, fourteen something. There is a contract. It's like two years, maybe three. And they could they could just null and void that contract. I mean, contracts are made to be broken. I mean, seriously, come on. Uh, so uh, you could just get rid of it. I don't care. But they. So you like? They, there's they no won't. way that they're going to put Notre Dame back in there, and they they shouldn't. But like UCF should have got in if if Notre Dame got in. Um, but I can understand why Oklahoma did. They they deserve to be in the college playoffs. I mean, they did. They played Alabama. Anybody that went against Alabama was going to look like crap. It, I don't care if Clemson played Alabama. There's no way Alabama would have allowed Clemson to do what they did to them two years ago. There's just no way. I mean, it's going to be the exact same thing this year as it was last year, where Clemson's not going to be able to do anything on offense. Alabama's going to completely dominate them. The only other team that I can see getting into the playoffs besides them, I would not have put Ohio State in there. I would have just put Georgia back in there. Well, that's what I said. Georgia, take out take out Notre Dame. Um, I said I, I would have taken out Oklahoma. I mean, I think I, I like Clemson. Clemson impressed me. I mean, you you say keep Oklahoma in there. Clemson beat them thirty to three. You know, I think Clemson might have a little more than. Because um, I haven't heard much for thirty to three. No. Didn't they beat? Us? No, they beat Notre Dame thirty to three. Notre Dame, yeah, sorry, sorry, Alabama, sorry. They Alabama only beat them by like twelve or thirteen points. 
was twenty eight nothing when I went. When it kicked off. I went. I came back. It was twenty eight. I'm like, oh, here we go again. So, um, I get what you're saying though. Alabama could very well just knock. I don't know. We shall see. We shall see. I think. I think. I think our boys are going to represent tomorrow, brother. I think LSU is going to win as well. Um, I'm going to pick Kentucky. I, I haven't seen Penn State though. I, I don't I really know. That's kind of a toss up. Are they good? Did you pick Penn State? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I, I picked Penn State. I like Kentucky, but screw them. I don't care about them anymore. Yeah, Washington, Ohio State. I do think Ohio State yeah. will. Uh... Washington's gonna win that game. Yeah, it's at the Rose Bowl. I mean, it's gonna be there's gonna be a lot there. Be a lot of bees. And then Georgia's gonna show out against Texas. If they don't, they all need to be fired. That's awesome. No need for it. And I I do got to give a big shout-out to our number one listener. You know, I have to. Got to do it. Matt Harding, congratulations, buddy. Your team has made it to the final again, and they will win again. Congratulations. And if they don't, yeah. their whole coaching staff needs to be fired. Yeah, you lose this game, I say Saban gets well, axed the, the next day. day. The next day. That's awesome. Brother. And, and bring Gene Chizik back. Just let that dude come back in. <laughs> Gus Mal's on. Oh, that's the dude, game. what a game they my gracious. That, uh, that team forgot to get off the bus. Auburn absolutely freaking manhandled whoever they played the other day. Uh, who oh, did they play? Drew, it was so bad. I mean, it was like it was like me playing the computer on NCAA 2014. <laughs> <laughs> they were scoring. Well, oh, they played. Yeah, they played Purdue. Per- they were scoring in like 33 second drives and 34 seconds. It was stupid. <laughs> I was like, oh my. 63 to 14 was the final. Horrible. Josh, Auburn and the Music City Bowl, they're going to dismantle whoever they play. They're playing other six and six teams from other conferences. Hey, there's been the the SEC has it. There's been three SEC losses this this uh, bowl season. Missouri just lost against Oklahoma State in the Liberty Bowl. Yeah, I could see uh, Oklahoma State's pretty decent over Missouri uh, over an NFL starting quarterback next year. Like, come on, man. Maybe, yeah, maybe, but he doesn't have NFL starters around him. Nah. Come on, man. Missouri was much better than that. They should have won. I see Vanderbilt lost to Baylor. Oh, Robert Griffin yeah, III's alma mater. a different team this year. I, I could see that. That was going either way, though. That was the game that went down to whoever had the ball last, and that's exactly how that went. Uh, Vandy had the opportunity, and they, they just lost it. Let him off yeah. the hook. 
They are who we thought they were. That dude's. Then South Carolina got blanked by Virginia. Yeah, I didn't even know that they even played. Yeah, 28 nothing. South Carolina South Carolina. still an SEC team. They won. They won their share of games this year. They won more than all did. They won more than your land sharks land did. Sharks. They should fire their whole coaching staff. I think they're going to give Matt Luke another year. Why not? Give it I, but to they're him. out of sanction now. I mean, okay. I think that's the dumbest thing. Like they should. When Matt Luke got off the field against Mississippi State. They should have been like, thank you for being our scapegoat. You're fired. Here's your, <laughs> here's you $4 million to leave. Well, you don't even have to leave. Just stay around. I mean, he is a – like, I will tell you, I've been to the baseball games there and stuff like that because I work at Palmer Home for Children. No other reasons why I would not just go to Oxford just for anything. I don't – I don't – like Ole Miss, I, I will watch college football, and I will watch Ole Miss when they're playing. Um, the thing is, is that Matt Luke is a legit people person. And I'm not saying he's a people pleaser, but he is definitely a people person. Like, I was just in the gift shop, and Matt Luke walked by and, like, came up to me and was like, hey, man, how are you doing? And I was like, who the – I mean, this is Matt Luke. I know who you are. Like, do you think Dan Mullen would have ever done that? Not a chance. Like, I just don't – like, it was just such a down-to-earth country buck. And that's what everybody says about Matt Luke is he's just down-to-earth and he's just very good. But he needs to be fired as an as the Ole Miss football coach. You're going to keep a dude that can't even – no, go, go somewhere. Well, I think you might be building up. Uh, and, and, you know, I no get way. it. Look, uh, hear, hear me out. I get the appeal of Oxford, okay, to bring in a big-name coach. But maybe you're just putting it a little higher on the pedestal than I am. You know, I get it. But you go to Ole Miss, you try to bring in a big name to Ole Miss, and you're staring at all these other big-name coaches. I mean, so it's. I don't think it's just an – a huge landing spot. You're going to have to bring in a coordinator. Um, I don't think a guy like Les Miles is going to go to, you know, Oxford, not saying they would want him, but I think it's going to be harder to get that big name coach than you might think. Mm -hmm. Oxford. I I really, I do the Grove. I mean, Ole Miss, no matter what the fans are there, you know, for a little while anyways, and then they start losing. They, and then they go back out to the Grove. I mean, I get it, but, their 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 fans are loyal, um, but I don't know. I think I think Luke can do something for him, get him to maybe uh, some more vacancies are, are come about. But they're gonna have to get somebody up and coming, you know, instead of getting that big big name. Brad Boyette, sign him up, <laughs> sign him. <laughs> for those. I don't I, and that's I don't even think I made mention. The Horn Lake Eagles football team, state six champs, a. Six, a. 6A. Don't even you got to say 6A. I did. Me and my wife, we traveled with the team all last year when we were youth pastors. We used to go we saw them in Starkville, we saw them in Columbus. We we were there when they lost against Starkville in the second round of the playoffs and it was very disappointing. Uh and I told my wife 
at that time, I said, they're going to win the state next year because they were just so good. They were young. And sure enough, man, this year, I mean, just some of the plays, some of the some of the gutsy calls. And I mean, dude, this is not just, you know, boy yet. I mean, these are these are young offensive coordinators like Stevie Nails. I mean, like just think I mean, some of these people that we've grown up with, uh, you know, they were just ready. And those boys, you know, Nicobe Dean and the other guy, um, Oh, I can never remember his name, but it's like Randall. No, that's not right. I don't know. He's going to LSU. The other one's going to Georgia. Uh, I mean, these these guys are just legit talented, but really well-respected young men that, you know, they had ESPN in Horn Lake for National Signing Day. Like, it was just really cool to see that. Rod, Rod Darius Jones is his name, I believe, is how they call it, or something like that. Um, yeah, the quarterback. But, but they all play different positions. It's not just it's unbelievable. Like, you know, Nicobe Dean, he was not just your linebacker, and that's what he was, you know, recruited as. The dude ran touchdowns. Like, the play that won against Madison Central was the – fake handoff to Nicobe Dean on a third and 13 to beat. I mean, it was unfreaking believable And that defense was legit this year. Horn Lake deserved every bit of it. Congratulations to them. Uh, so. Sure. Okay. Uh, what I saw of Nicobe Dean running the football, the dude looked like he was shot out of a cannon. I mean, he came out just blazing. Uh, the, the, the first down run against uh, Starville. No, no, not Starville. Oak yep. Grove, sorry. The uh, state championship. That first down run near the end, I mean, he just – he was not going to be denied on that. Yeah, and Oak Grove, hey, next year, they'll 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 definitely win state. I don't see – that kid is he yeah, coming back that, or is he gone? QB is going to be there again next year. Man, that dude, it, as long as their offensive line is intact, like, Oak, that was a great – that was a great battle. I mean, that came down to the very last – drive uh to win the game i mean you know it is what it is you know it was it was awesome hey huge shout out to horn lake um josh this has been awesome brother i'm so glad we got to get on here i have to know one thing before um i have to get an update because like the last uh one you did you gave us some info on some on a soccer team coming right up the road to Memphis. What's the what's the latest on that? Because I, I really am yeah, curious. So they start, they're, they're part of the, the USL, which is the second division uh, right underneath MLS. Um, so it's really cool. They're going to be playing in the AutoZone Liberty – I mean, sorry, wow, AutoZone Park there in downtown Memphis. Got a good following already. They're called the 901 FC, which their logo is really awesome. Um, and uh, Tim Howard from the U.S. team, uh, goalkeeper, retired. Thank God. Can't stand him. Anyways, uh, reasons why we didn't make the World Cup this past year. So, yeah, I wasn't trying to rehash yeah. old. Yeah, he's a, 
But anyways, uh, they'll be playing there. They start in March, and they'll go from March all the way to October. Uh, they are doing some another massive renovation to the park to be able to allow somehow like a hydraulic mound where it lifts up and then lifts down. Uh, it's going to be crazy to see. About and they can make oh, that yeah, work. Make it work because I mean, other ballparks do it. Like there's a there's a team out of Nashville that play there. Uh, there's the Nashville Sounds, their baseball team, but they also have their own FC club that play in the stadium as well. So they've been doing it for years. But it's really good. We went to that game, um, their first inaugural, just whatever scrimmage game to watch them play and uh. It was fun to watch. They, the complete sellout, there was like right at 9,000 people there for a soccer match in Memphis, which is really cool. Um, and then another thing that we haven't even talked about, we are having mm-hmm. professional football back. Uh, the Memphis Express are coming, starting their games in 2019, which is really cool to see. I don't know if you – That is uh, US, USFL. Uh, I, that, I guess so. I thought it was called just the American Football League, but I could be. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're I don't called know. the Memphis Express. Um, and speaking of Chicago Bears, uh, the the guy Mike Singletary is the head coach. Yeah, what the the legendary '80s linebacker Mike Singletary. He huh? is the coach of the Memphis USL team. I mean, uh, Memphis Express team. Yeah. Yeah. And they play teams like the Birmingham yeah, Iron. There's only there's not there's not very many teams, but there are teams. That's cool. Their first game is February 10th in Birmingham. Their first home game is Saturday, February 16th, yep. from the Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. Yep. Well, good for Memphis. I have to tell you, I don't. I think I've told you, but um, with, with being a part of that that marathon, the St. Jude Marathon, um, very very happy with Memphis. And um, there are a lot of elements, obviously, but man, there is so much good. And I saw it firsthand, uh, race day. But uh, you know, sports are good. So the fact that they're bringing in a, a soccer team and a, a U.S. you know another football league team. I think that's great. Absolutely. So keep it positive, you know, and moving forward. There's a lot of good to happen. The new Merrill race will be great to get him out of there um, for the city of Memphis, but we'll get to that later. Larry Harmon, (laughs) two more years, baby. Two more years. Ready (laughs) for you, buddy. He's definitely not running for the city of uh, Memphis, but he is running for another – office and he's gonna win it so great job my friend he's already an awesome alderman out there uh in uh arlington but he has bigger aspirations but he has to retire first from the memphis fire department about two years so it's crazy that he's been doing it for that long i mean probably gonna be an alderman one day thinking about I said I'm probably going to be an alderman one day. I mean, you got to represent your ward, man. You got some good people. I was close <laughs> to doing it when I was in South Haven, and uh, we, uh, you know, I ran. I, I was late with putting my name on the ballot, 
And then come to find out, like, a couple weeks later, the dude got arrested for child pornography and all the other stuff. He's in jail now. I ain't even going to mention his name. It's not worth it. But yeah, we did yeah. get another. I could have put my name on that ballot. But uh, Charlie Hoots is doing a very good job for to old, old part of Colony Hills ward. He does a good job for him. And I, I, I like it because he doesn't like the mayor currently. So it's really fun. Watching him battle Muscle White, it's great. But I don't live in South Haven, so That's I don't awesome. even care anymore. So <laughs> I'm in the boonies. You down there in the boonies? Well, the I think the connection has been really good. I, I mean, it's you. I think we're both coming through with, really well. Which I is didn't have internet, which is unbelievable. We this is how boonies we are. We swapped network yeah. providers uh, at the first of December. It's been really kind of up and down. And when it floods, like as much rain as we got yesterday and today, the AT&T fiber right. optic cables that are ran all the way north of 269, and there's a lot of water and it floods. So, um, but it's been good. I mean, we haven't lost connection and we're about to wrap this one up. So, I mean, we're good. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, go ahead and wrap it up. I, you know, Drew House. <laughs> I got him. I got the brother back on. Uh, I know he's been right away for a while. I've been away for a little while, but uh, second door on the left lives on. So 2019 is going to be a good year. I still got my license plate. So if you see the SDOTL truck riding around, give us a holla, Bala. Josh, I have to tell you something that Katie told me, you know. Uh, we both left around the same time at Nana's, I believe. Uh, so we were behind y'all. And, you know, we saw the SDOTL on the uh, yes. the Mazda, y'all's Mazda. And Katie said, uh, you and Josh should switch license plates. Oh, Katie, throw some heat. <laughs> hey, I can, I'm like the general manager, man. I make sure it gets done. You are the creator, I mean, sir. I was. I am Jerry Jones. <laughs> oh, I, I I recruited the Amari Cooper to make us go into the playoffs. <laughs> now we just won the Super no. Bowl. We're about to spike the thing. Shigs, <laughs> if the please, heaven help us if the Cowboys win the Super Dude, if Bowl. They win My it, word, man, I'm gonna be like that. I mean, if they win it, that means that the Saints just totally bombed <laughs> their whole chance, and Drew Brees just needs to retire. Oh. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. If anybody but the Saints are at, at least oh, representing the NFC, they have they've they've set the plate. I mean, they they it's all you before them. So now they just him, you don't fire him. I'm telling you, you don't fire him. The yeah. Super Bowl? No, absolutely not. No, no way. You give that be... dude another ten year contract. And if Breeze sure. wants another contract just, that's reasonable, we'll give him another one too. But I ain't paying that dude no $55 million a year to come and be our quarterback. You can go be no, an auditor well, for the Broadway district of New Orleans. I don't care. <laughs> well, no, he, he's – hopefully they'll, they'll come through and make all the right calls and – uh this win. There won't be. There won't be a Minnesota miracle in the playoffs. Just, I'll tell you that. Just, and we don't even have enough time to talk about that debacle that Minnesota did. 
Oh my god! Oh, that's fine. We don't even have to. We don't even have to talk about uh, Minnesota, which is just. They fine. should have never let that dude go. They should have just gave him the money. Uh, Case Keenum, Kirk Cousins. Well, yeah, they let Kirk Cousins go, and then they signed. No, no, I'm sorry. You're right. My bad. I got them mixed up. It's like Dermot Moroney and uh, Dermot. Kirk Cousins and Case Should have never let Case Keenum go. He gave you that. You let him go for Kirk Cousins, who hasn't produced not a dang thing. Big dud in the NFC Championship game, too. But the whole whole team, the whole defense. Gave you a dang thing. Outside again, I mean, yeah. Look at this. They pay. They're paying Kirk Cousin twenty eight million dollars this year, and what has he gave you? Nothing. They paid Aaron Rodgers thirty three point five million. What did he produce? Nothing. Matty Ice, cool under pressure, thirty million dollars. The Garoppolo kid down in San Francisco. Why would you yeah. pay him that much? I have no idea. He's good. He just got hurt. Million, $27.5 million. And then whatever this dude's doing, still in the NFL, don't know. Matthew Stafford, please retire. Do Detroit all a favor and just go play in the USSL. Come to Memphis. Be a quarterback. Do you think Detroit – do you really think that their biggest problem is Matt yes. Stafford? Matt Stafford. Come on. Yeah, he sucks. That's the least and of their concerns. Derek Carr, or whatever that dude's name over in Oakland is, $27 million. That's what it co- – I mean, but, uh, you know, playoffs or not, man, I mean, that's that's what it costs. I got a question for all those teams, those six teams with their high-paying quarterbacks. Playoffs? Playoffs? We can't even win a game. Playoffs. Thank you. Man, I wish we can do clips, man. I, one day we're going to have a great studio that we can just have a producer that pulls up those small yeah. little clips. <laughs> Playoffs. One day. <laughs> get back on the train, man. We, we're rolling. 2019, yeah. we're rolling. Go ahead. Sign us. Get us. Get Kiss, wrap a bow on 2018. I'll get All it out right. in a well, second, Josh. Congratulations, everybody. Yeah. We have made it. A full year here at Second Door on the Left. My name is Josh House. Drew House. Thank you all for the host. All the other amazing guests that we've had this year. Thank you all so much for making Second Door on the Left special. Thank you. We cannot wait to see what happens in 2019. So much to talk about. I mean, we're going to have a lot to talk about after this weekend with NFL and uh, the college football. I mean, there's just so much going on. And then, of course, we're welcoming new people into our family, Drew and Katie. They will find out what they're having in January, so we're excited for them. They'll tell us on the show. Uh, January, we go. We'll let you, we'll let you know. And hopefully they will never reproduce again because uh, if Joseph oh. has a boy, oh. we're all done for. You know, <laughs> oh my gosh! No, I where I'm good for a while. I'm good. I'm gonna snip, snip, <laughs> and then re put it together. If no, no way. Two girls, man. Y'all have fun with that. <laughs> oh, I, oh, 
Jeez, I, I can I only imagine, brother. Hold on to Everly with all I have. That girl's <laughs> so much fun. Uh, but oh my goodness! Wait till she's not till her and Olivia are you know, like routine guests on the I show. Know. I mean, it just it's, it's ninety come. nothing, and she can't even talk yet. Just wait till she's wait till this summer. That's what's going to be crazy. Oh my gosh, two and mm. a half year old. Whew. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. It's been 77 minutes of just pure happiness. See y'all next year. Peace out, y'all.